1: Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of June 13th, 2021. This is episode 138. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. So, this week's survey was about, of course, naturally, Loki. And what you all had to say... I found it interesting because it wasn't a. I mean, there, there was a good, there was a good lead by the winning option, but the question here, and let me put it for you: Has Loki lived up to your expectations so far? Yes, it's only been one episode, but sometimes that episode can make or break the series, particularly when it's the initial episode. So your options were: Did it exceed your expectations? It's what you expected. Not yet or it's, it's a fail for me. Thankfully, out of the, the lot that voted, which was a good number of you, zero, 0 percent said it's a fail. That's good to hear. But 4% of you said not yet. You're still on the fence. You're still on the fence. Not yet, 4% of you. 22% said what I expected. So 22% of you, it's, you know, it's it's lived up to it. At least you know it, it's lived up. It's what you expected. That's good to hear. That's not a bad thing. Seventy-four percent, though, the astounding seventy-four percent. The winner is is Loki has exceeded your expectations. Loki was good. You enjoyed it. It was better than what you were hoping for. And you know what? I'm right there with you. I was. I didn't know exactly what to expect going into this. And it already hit me with a lot more than I was expecting in the first episode. I was expecting a lot less. I was not expecting some of the stuff that came up, which, spoiler, Isaac and I will be talking about in a few moments on the second half of this show. So there you have it. Most of you think Loki has exceeded your expectations, and we all have high hopes going forward. So, without further ado, we'll be back after these messages from our friends and sponsors for our talk about Loki, Episode 1, and some other things. Warning, there will be spoilers about Loki, but I'll give you a heads up when that's coming. Hey Matthew, Jim Hill here. I do the Marvelous Disney Podcast with Aaron Adams over at the Jim Hill Media Podcast Network. I know, I know, very humble sounding name. Uh, Anyway, I really enjoy what you've been doing over on the Disney Marvels podcast, Uh, but as you probably already noticed, the Marvel Us Disney and the Disney Marvels podcast names are very, very similar, which is why I imagine I keep getting mail for you. Um, That's actually why I'm calling today. I wanted to know what you'd like me to do with all of these Yankee Candle catalogs, Uh, so uh, please get back to me. Uh, oh, and uh, keep up the great work with the Disney Marvels podcast. Thank you for those kind words, Jim. And make sure to check out Jim Hill on the Marvel Us Disney podcast with Aaron Adams to find out all sorts of wonderful things about Disney. Well, Marvel, uh, particularly what's going on with them. And Jim, uh, those catalogs—I'll make sure to give you the forwarding address. And uh, unless if you want to order something, go right ahead. And once again, make sure to check out Marvel Us Disney. With Jim Hill and Aaron Adams, wherever you find or listen to your podcasts. And now, on with the show. As we all know, summer is right around the corner. Memorial Day has passed. The faux start of summer has come and gone, and Disney has made a lot of uh, a lot of news, a lot of announcements. We've had a lot of things open up, been announced, and uh, debuted on TV or the streaming services, as it were. So, help to help break down all this. I had to bring in someone that's genius level beats albert einstein and uh um tony stark collectively and that would be one sir isaac sagu how are you doing isaac thank you again always coming on it's always a pleasure
0: if, if i had einstein's genius level i think it would be a billionaire by now right now <laughs> so i wouldn't so i'd say just average average genius level let's go with that
1: <laughs> uh, was it einstein a patent clerk I have no clue, man. <laughs> he, he, he had some menial job. Yeah. Um, for, for a good chunk of his life until, he, you know, someone stumbled upon it. Oh, wait a second. This guy actually does make sense. Yeah, the, brother, the man was genius. The
0: man had a different way of looking at things. So, but ah, Great, great individual.
1: Oh, indeed. Indeed. Um. But uh, yeah, so as we were talking uh, just recently, you had uh, some re- announces on the video game world. Let's start. Let's start in the video in the virtual digital world. So uh, we had Guardians of the Galaxy announced from Square Enix that they are now producing another game, despite what some people were saying about the original Avengers game. Um, this obviously has been production for a while because video games don't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. So looks interesting. Um, looks interesting. You really don't get much of what the story or anything is going to be like. Uh, but the little video snippet that I saw looks like it uh, should be good. All new voice acting again. Uh, Star Wars Star Lords more of the comic book version again. Um, taking a slightly different creative license on his appearance. Um, But as with a lot of the games, you do have uh, downloadable and customizable skins. Well, I don't know about customizable, downloadable and you can change out the, the skins of the character.
0: Yeah. No, uh, I think it's uh, best that you explain it. You know, it's it's, it's very interesting that it is taken by Square Enix. And uh, at idios from Montreal Studios um, handling this project, which I think is completely, I think it's a different, uh, yeah, I think it's all still part of the Avengers universe, which I think is going to be fun. It looks and it looks, uh, it looks kind of good. I think it looks pretty, pretty good. Like I said, it's more closer to comic book accuracies, but was just kind of some of the MCU movie flair kind of put into it in terms of the jokes, in terms of how the dialogue is presented. You do seem to, it seems like the writers tried to mimic a little bit of that James Gunn wit that you saw in the MCU films, and uh, honestly, it looks a little bit better right now with the Avengers game. Now, in terms of gameplay right now, I think that's still uh, kind of left on the shelf and still a little bit to be the desire at the moment. Um, it has some very interesting things that's going on for it in terms of the comedy angles and stuff like that, so I think for this type of game and for people that are, are, are kind of fans of the MCU, I think it's really going to be the quips and the jokes and how these characters interact with each other, because I think the only downside to this is that you're, you're focused, you're, you're only playing as Peter Quill. You're not playing as the rest of the, uh, of the guardians, which I think is a bit of a downturn and a really interesting choice that they made to do that. Uh, so all the decisions are basically going to be made through Peter Quill. It's kind of those situations, any decision that makes kind of directs, the flow of the outcome of the game almost like a choose your adventure situation so uh yeah it's going to be very interesting to see where this drops apparently the release date is going to be this year october 26 of uh 21 and yeah, yeah i was just
1: because like, i couldn't remember what the date is
0: yeah yeah
1: so yeah, yeah. october
0: 26
1: yeah And they uh, just as we're talking about it released the youtube trailer of it
0: yes 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 uh so uh People that are big in video games, man, uh, Square Enix did present it. There are trailers up on YouTube uh, to check out the gameplay and as well as the, uh, the comedy and write in that they have presented for it. So.
1: Yeah, it looks colorful. It looks like it uh, has potential for a lot of fun. Yeah. So we shall see. And speaking of Avengers, uh, they are adding a whole Wakanda section to it, the Black Panther and a whole nother. Another the rum to it. Yes. Yes.
0: So uh, with that, uh, yeah, uh, as also announced uh, at the Square Enix uh, event that was took place over the weekend, yes, the next expansion to the event Marvel Avengers game for Square Enix will include Black Panther. Now, again, this was already announced months back that they were going to bring Black Panther, especially, I think, in respect to the past. of Chadwick Boseman, who has... Uh, who has really shined and defined that character in the MCU? Uh, yeah, other than that, we really didn't get too much of his gameplay. Unfortunately, we do believe he's going to take some of those instances for the MCU as well as from the comic books, and we're supposed to get a proper unique Black Panther situation where he faces uh, Ulysses Claw in that trailer so you get all those kind of great moments of him kind of just walking to his throne throwing down with the avengers and eventually at the end of that trailer it looked like you claw kind of becomes basically gigantor at the end of that damn trailer out of nowhere so yeah um i really didn't catch the date of when the dlc is going to drop but i do but i believe it has to be somewhere around this time this year it has to be In terms of uh, of gameplay
1: and stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm trying to look it up here myself. So, uh, so yeah, I
0: think. uh, So that being said, um, I think that's really. So yeah, that's being dropped really, really soon. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, it's just just later later in 2021 is uh, we're hoping to kind of get uh, Avengers, Black Panther, the War for Wakanda, and see how that plays out into everything.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not seeing a uh, an exact date here. No, nope. but um. Yeah, and, uh, according to Black Panther, it'll be available August of twenty one, so end of the summer. Oh,
0: that's uh, that fits it. I think that fits it well. Nice. Yeah. So a lot of these. So a lot of uh, Avenger, Marvel like games popping up, man. Later this fall, it's gonna be fun for a lot of Marvel fans.
1: It should be fun. Uh, and and the it span upon. I don't think it was uh, the Avenger game by Square is a horrible game. It just needs more, and I think they've been providing more and providing more. Um, so it, it's I've th- the more that they've been adding to it, I, the more I've actually been enjoying it with like the Cape Bishop uh, storyline. Um, the Hawkeye one has dropped, so I, I haven't checked that one out yet, but <laughs> should be fun. Um, learning for me, it's learning about some of these extra characters that you kind of heard about recently but you don't know necessarily who they are as much so you get to explore these new characters and you know before they come out on the uh uh, disney plus on their series Um, also we've had in disneyland california adventures to be specific the avengers campus open up uh just recently to Hour long, hours, hours, five hour plus long lines, um, but pretty good reviews. Uh, currently there is just the one attraction well, technically there's two attractions they, they uh, built it off of the Guardians of the Galaxy Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout yeah, Cosmic Rewind is going to be the one that I've got Mission Breakout uh, which is the Tower of Terror overlay which uh, looks fantastic hmm and then now uh, you have the uh, um, Spider-Man attraction, uh, which is kind of like a next-step version of the Toy Story Mania. Um, it's a shooting gallery game. You're in a vehicle, moving along. You have to shoot the web bots, And uh, you're using your your hands, actually, to, to shoot webs at them. Um, you also do get the... It will be coming out with add-ons. Like any good game, you always have to have add-ons that you could uh, wear and will give you additional advantages into the game and getting higher scores, collecting more web bots, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's Easter eggs. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff built into that game, um, and uh, Peter Parker himself uh, does actually introduce it. Um, so you know it is uh it is official mcu well done stuff um you have the hank pym kitchen you have the shawarma pal um Swarma cart mm-hmm. which people ask me you think they're gonna bring it over to epcot
0: mm-hmm. i don't
1: know i seriously doubt it but it would be i wouldn't be against it mm-hmm.
0: yeah shawarma cart uh yeah apparently uh, uh shang chi made a, a great appearance at the end of that uh of that uh, reveal uh so uh i hope there's a shawarma cart. i mean i think that's you can't you can't open an avengers campus and not have a shawarma cart. but i i think that's right there was pin breakery
1: i think they had pin breakery. yeah it's it's I think right outside of it the area itself isn't too big yeah kind of figured they yeah. have the walk around characters um yes. they have uh little stunt shows that they put on they have the stuntronic spider-man that flips through the sky which
0: while well, i have to say that looks incredibly realistic when i first saw that and now in the beginning it's like that can't be a human doing that all the time and yeah so and i had an opportunity to see the behind the scenes of that which was just robot animatronics and the way that he, he kind of flailed into the air looks just incredibly incredibly realistic which i thought oh, was, yeah. Was a was a main was amazing so, but it's like, yeah, I was like so confused. He's like, wow how did you get the guy flying the air? He does it every day, I'm like, that no, must
1: be multiple s- times a
0: day. <laughs> that has to be scary. It's like, oh, maybe they hired two people, but no, they're, they're, they're going into the realm of robotics, which is uh, really really cool. But yeah, I think it's just kind of taking the same look they did with uh, Galaxy's Edge, where uh. Fans get to interact with all their favorite uh, Marvel characters from the films, and you know, be able to hopefully create these great, cool stories and moments and stuff like that. Especially with now the introduction of the new Captain America, which I heard uh, in the opening has gotten a lot of great praise at Disneyland. Yeah, a ton of uh, respect for that.
1: Yeah, they they have the uh, Captain Falcon as the Captain in his Captain America suit. Um, As well as you still got uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America, walking around. Um, So you you have both opportunities. Mm -hmm. So double the cap for twice the price. So Mm -hmm. you got a lot of cool stuff going on there. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks great. Hopefully one day I can make it out there to check it out myself. There is another ride on the table. Um, What they are doing with that, we'll see. Um, It all depends on the economy because the anticipated ride um was a battle for wakanda so you go into wakanda and all the characters are are flying around you and you're you're battling the the bad guys and and whatnot (sighs) um as of now that's kind of let's see how we can scale that back some maybe Mm -hmm. um the show building is somewhat built it's just a matter of do we have the budget and the uh, time to be able to actually build something. Of course. Um, you know, again, because of the economy, all that stuff had to be kind of shelved. Gotcha. So yep. We we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Man. And then from there, we have um, a man dressed in green and gold screaming to the people to bow to him. Did you bow to him?
0: Uh, I can't say I did. I kind of fell asleep, actually, when I was watching it. So I, maybe, I mean, it's. I would say that's the second best thing to that one. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but as soon as I did not fall asleep to the first episode of Loki, is anybody
1: wondering? I, I was very wide awake uh, while I was watching the first episode of it. So Yes, we are talking about the first episode of Loki, we will go into spoilers, so if anyone hasn't seen it yet, even though the second episode is now dropping today, because it is Wednesday when we are releasing this, um, be warned. Fair warning. But yeah, Loki, which came out June 9th, starring Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, Groogoo, I am butchering this name, Batha raw Something uh, like that. Uh, Sophia DiMartino, uh, Unumi Masaka, uh, and Richard E. Grant.
0: That's a that's a, that's not a butcher of the names though, but yeah, yeah
1: you did well. He did well. I did do what I can. Directed by Kate Herron. <laughs> written by Michael Waldron. Um, and I'll skip over the executive producers and mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, synopsis here from from Disney's fact sheet itself was Marvel Studios Loki features the God of Mischief as he steps out of his brother's shadow into a new Disney Plus series that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame Tom Hiddleston returns as the title character joined by Owen Wilson and everybody just mentioned um, directed by Kate Harrington and Michael Waldron head writer so hey, and yeah, don't so. forget
0: and don't forget Tara so- uh the legendary uh, voice actor Tara Song uh Sarah Strong bringing her uh, voice into uh, Loki yes can't forget about Tara Strong come on now no
1: no can't forget about that um I I, I love that bit
0: yes yes uh, I was shocked I was very shocked that she did that bit too so I thought that was fantastic.
1: And i like the animation style of it it's got that you know very yeah uh 60s vibe yeah that, that late 60s 50s
0: vibe to it uh, yeah. and those infomercials uh, or are those um those intermediate uh, those uh, those intermediate i guess inter- is it intermediates when you would go to get um food and from from get popcorn refill
1: your drinks and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah the um halftime as it were yes um Oh, no, <laughs> you, just got, you got that word stuck in my head. Um, what word? Intermission.
0: Intermission, thank you. Yeah, sorry, I said intermediate. It was like, I, knew, I knew that that, that wasn't right. You're close.
1: Yeah, the, you're close. You start with yeah, the right letter. It's like, uh, I'll,
0: go, I'll go with it. <laughs> Somebody's listening to us is going to correct us. You mean, you mean
1: People you mean, are it? yelling at the, that email could be sent to. <laughs> really?
0: Clear intermission, but yeah. But no, um, uh, in terms of the uh, of, of the Loki uh, the first episode, I think it was a very interesting uh, dive into. It it almost appears like it's uh, just a, a focused character study of exactly who Loki is, exactly as a character. Because again, if anybody remembers from the uh, the uh, uh, the events of Endgame, which technically really was the events of New York,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, like it was a synopsis of who he was, who he is, and who he will be. Yeah, well, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I think it's going to be very interesting because, again, as people who have watched the first episode, we know this is not the Loki that we went through three through MCU with a completely different time period Loki. Um, that uh, that kind of has the. It seems like he's going to have the opportunity to kind of be his own person once again not kind of defined by these rules or what he believes to be and i think you kind of get that through the eyes of a person that's playing through all um from will um odin will um yeah, Wilson. owen wilson's character who plays uh morbius in the series it seems like he's going to try to kind of be this uh and anti- friend slash antagonist frenemy person that tries to Really kind of get out The real Loki If that makes any sense Throughout this whole series And Absolutely. what he finds to be
1: Yeah it's um It's weird because Like you said we, We're we starting with the Loki from The end of the original Avengers movie uh, With the Brief cameo by a friend of the show Matthew Barry uh, So that whole scene from Endgame and uh so when he disappears so instead of following the rest of the movie like we did in endgame we now follow okay what happened to loki he got hurled into mongolia yep and then the uh, um tva shows up arrests him in comical fashion um (laughs) that that was just that's kind of brilliant Mm -hmm. um and then, uh, yeah, you, you kind of get a little thing about what the TVA is, what they're doing, but then you kind of get this kind of side story. At least at the moment, it's a side story, but it, I, you know, it's obviously going to lead into the main direction of the show about the TVA time groups or whatever, you know, whatever they're calling them, yeah. um, going into these places and. Someone's I call time police, but someone's gonna probably give me the correct name. <laughs> yeah, agents, time agents. I, time. Um, I, I have it somewhere in this press release that I, I got from them, but mm-hmm. things like twenty pages long. I'm not reading all. Well. No, it's actually <laughs> twenty five pages long. It can wait. Um, but the TBA agents are going out, um, time variance authority. Uh, they're going out trying to correct things as they do and someone's killing them off. So we got that side story going on, but this one, this is the first of 6 episodes. It was 51 minutes long give or take the additional credits uh which I'm going to say is probably close to what the normal runtime is going to be on these, just like Falcon Winter Soldier. They um so you got some comical moments as you you kind of set up the world of the of the TVA and it doesn't really exist in a you know concrete time. It's very it's more of an abstract time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Owen Wilson discovers Loki is now in their possession. He apparently has an affinity for um, villainous characters. I think is kind of how they they put it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you know, these people are considered variants because they they step outside of the the considered the um, authorized that's timeline. Authorized timeline, yeah. And uh, he starts working Loki. Like, okay, you kill people. Yes, I do. But do you actually enjoy it? Uh, it's glorious. But do you enjoy? He's like how he's like being a, that psychologist character again and trying to break it down. And uh, I I. I um I think it was like a, a quick way of watching Loki kind of redeem himself again. Mm-hmm. Like we had in between Thor Avengers and Thor Dark World. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of see that redemption part. And he, we got to watch it again from a slightly different perspective. Because not only now is he, he's watched his entire life. And you kind of get that question. It's like if someone knew what their life was going to be how would they act, react to it and mm-hmm. this is you know he gets to see his death of his mother he gets to see his own death and how he dies and you you Hillson just pulls off this great performance of how it affects him at least uh, that's how my take on it was um and then he kind of reacts in a, a, a weird way mm-hmm
0: no i agree i i I think what's really great about it is that uh throughout this uh, it's again it's a very interesting watch to see how this variant locally develops like you said going through all the whole situations and how he acts and how is how this character is going to kind of change as the episode goes on too and uh, on top of that too, you gotta also enjoy the the aesthetic of uh, the design of Loki and how uh, once again, because I for for a while and and I have to admit now after watching WandaVision, how uh, WandaVision kind of gave us more of the supernatural elements of this. Mm-hmm. You know, and then once that's kind of getting thrown back into more re- ground-based reality for MCU standards with Falcon and Winter Soldier, now we're just kind of once again we're kind of going into this really like trippy multi-dimensional stuff. Which again, I, I like the idea that this is kind of where the beginning of how the multiverse either uh, starts to splinter, and you kind of wonder does Loki n- not not from what we're going to potentially see down the road with uh, Spider-Man and, and Doctor Strange films that come down down the pipeline but is this kind of where we're we going to see where this is kind of where the multi-universe splinters into totally different things because you do remember when uh, was uh, Tara Strong's character says that there uh, if, if it splinters too much it could end up in a multi-universe war I think a thing that the the three time orders prevented could loki be that callous of starting that war because again we don't really know if loki's a good guy or bad guy or loki just at the moment or maybe at the end loki just probably wants to build his own timeline where he's kind of just his ruler of his own dimension and kind of live his life out that way there's so many different things that we're honestly going to find out as the show kind of progresses and uh, especially more important, chasing down the variant that has been killing off a lot of these uh, TVA agents.
1: Yeah, and I was I was thinking that too when they were talking about the timeline. I kept on thinking to myself, "Oh, is this how we're you know this somehow going to be tied into Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness as well?" Yeah. and we got um, we we'll get
0: to see Doctor Strange in the Spider Man f-
1: f- uh, movie way before we see
0: him in. Uh, in his, own,
1: in, his, in his upcoming his, uh, sequel film. Yeah, which is, I guess, them kind of doubling back and trying to rewrite things because, uh, as I mentioned um, I mentioned the other week when I was talking to Matt, we were supposed to already have Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange would have been done in, you know, gone by this point
0: in oh, yeah.
1: the theaters if, you know, things hadn't uh, collapsed on the world as it were. So Doctor Strange would have come out already early part of this year. A mm-hmm. bit uh, March or May because that Wandavision was supposed to lead right into that. Right. So we don't have that. So how do we go and fix this? Um, which is why I think some people feel Wandavision fell short because it kind of left us all right, left us hanging. Well, it wouldn't have if everything worked out the way Foggy planned it. Unfortunately, you know, the world laughs at you when you make your your best laid plans yeah um
0: so still then even with everything kind of backed away why do you still feel that they end up shifting everything because it's not like again things weren't really open things weren't ready to go you think you would still kind of keep in your same schedule but just push everything back why did you believe they'd end up doing the shift
1: that they did um because WandaVision and Falcon were already in production, Doctor Strange 2 had not started production. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so they had to they had to shift everything. Uh, by the time everything got cleared and whatnot, it's like okay, how can we kind of reshift this thing since things opened up in Australia before they did in England. That's why we're getting Shang Chi and Thor Loving Thunder um, already in production because they're being shot in Australia. Um, Australia opened up late last year. And uh (sighs) Spider-Man, I think, was done. Spider-Man was done in Georgia. Um, so that's why that production was able to come up. Um, Doctor Strange is being done in England. Um, they've had a few more hiccups than other places. Very so gang kind of out of what's been dealt to them is hence why these things have shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, I don't know if it's going to be connected, but it's hard to see how it's not connected as far as that. Now, I was noticing also that we don't know if Loki is throwing, showing up in Thor Lo- Love and Thunder. That's true point. Which I, I don't think
0: he will. I think I think this is a one...
1: Personally, I do believe this
0: is maybe a one-off uh, character piece and just kind of giving us fans, Loki, kind of like the set-off. Yeah. I think he really deserved because, again, he was gone literally five minutes until uh, until Infinity War. So I feel like this was kind of giving Tom Hilson the final set-off. Uh as 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 the infinite stream is low key character. And I think we're gonna be cool. I think we're gonna be on, on the ride for it. I think it's gonna be great.
1: So. Yeah. Uh, I think um I mean what do you think of his performance so far?
0: So you know, Tom Hilson always an excellent performance. You know what I mean, the guy is a complete grand professional. That's that's a character that he's owned right now. Like you can't walk not, you can't go down the street and not scream Loki at Tom Hilson at this point because he's embodied the character. He is that character. It's one of his biggest roles. It's it's the role that everybody kind of knows him in and has made that guy a household name. Because after that, because really after that, you really never heard of this guy until the first Thor film dropped out. Man. Yeah. He's entirely charismatic and wonderful, and you know, cares about people. It's a really, yeah. Tom Hilson, I can't come play enough. He's done a really good
1: job. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah, he does such a good job in in kind of swinging from the mischievous to the um, manipulating into the comical too, or the uh, the part where the uh, take a number, take a number. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh so he yeah. Takes a number, walks along. And then uh, the guy in front of him, you where's it. your ticket? I, I asked for a ticket. I don't, I don't, blah, 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 and they evaporate him. And he's like, S- mm. nah. Loki's searching through his uh, jumpsuit and finds the uh, finds the ticket number. I thought it was interesting, the one part, though, where he was questioned is, are you know, are you an Android? And he starts questioning that. I don't know if I am an Android or not.
0: <laughs>
1: Could How be would I find out? Well, the machine would have uh, melt you down.
0: <laughs> could be completely be a completely different variant. We, we honestly wouldn't know about that at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um, so that that I thought that was an interesting piece. Um, and you are more versed in the the comic uh, reading is uh, more than I am. Mm-hmm. Jumping forward towards the end of the episode, where you have that last group go out and they're in that farm and they find this futuristic staff in the ground. Hmm why does that thing look familiar to me
0: i don't know i honestly don't know that is very interesting
1: i do i although if not
0: the staff i do remember what looks very interesting were uh, apparently the affinity stones and how you mean the paperweights yes yes well in in the, in, in time it's clearly paperweights because they have no value they are nothing more than trinkets yeah. And so the fact that they kind of just pull off one of the most powerful elements in the MCU like it was nothing, kind of it 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 also kind of shows you how much they are really uh, deconstructing the MCU and rebuilding it up to the
1: next
0: for the next set of Avengers stories moving forward. You know the fact that they basically pull off the Infinity Stones like it was like basically nothing. And though in DC and, and and Disney is. Uh, quite quite of a bold step of storytelling moving forward i can say
1: yeah it, it's um I, I thought it was it was a nice comical piece and you know they kept on referring to magic i i never was sure and we never got into loki and thor's powers like where what's the source how do they come by it's asgardian ancient magic uh ancient whatever but they do label it specifically as magical powers in this. And they said, your magical powers will not work here. And you can see the distress of Loki of not being able to be Loki with his powers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I mean, you get this really interesting moment of more vulnerable Loki sitting there in Owen Wilson's, um, Agent Morbius's office. With the uh, the tesseract, he said, "You know, even the tesseract doesn't work here. It, it's you know, it's worthless here.
0: You're
1: mm-hmm. um, kind of tossing it about, and you just kind of see him without a direction. You sure, know, you know, what is the the quote-unquote god of mischief if he can't create mischief? Yeah, and that's again,
0: it's it's, it's going to be a very interesting character piece." For the next six episodes, to see exactly what uh, what does Loki become?
1: Yeah, because uh, just I didn't go back and rewatch the trailers, but from what I remember of them, most of what we saw was, happened in this episode: Loki mm-hmm. jumping out of the plane, Loki on the plane, uh, Loki on the elevator, um, you know, Loki disappearing, Loki um, with the with the Mongolians initially. But not with the flowered uh, suit (laughs) and his helmet. We don't have that. We didn't see that part yet. Not yet. That is yet to come. Not yet. Otherwise, we got a lot of... A lot of the trailer came out this first episode. So there's a lot of stuff coming that we do not know about. Yeah. Which is great, I think.
0: And I'm very curious to see if uh, the movement of this... Has any playing to do with the Black Widow film? Because I know D, I know Marvel for the longest period of ta- time has held their cards very close to their vest with Black Widow. As I mm-hmm. feel, like there's something in Black Widow that's supposed to reveal maybe key moments uh, moving forward. If anything, probably reveal things that we've already seen throughout these past three uh, television series they're
1: out at the moment yeah they um they've been very protective of black widow and they, they've been waiting to release it at a key moment yes um i think a lot of it also is how we're going to release it between theater between disney plus they finally kind of uh threw their hands up and say okay we're, we're gonna do both um yeah it's supposedly that i've heard a number of rumors of what we we may get a number of reveals into these limited series um uh, from black from black widow we shall see uh next month yeah if any of that's true no i agree um but i i am excited for that series uh for that movie um you know Eternals I don't think is going to touch uh, have anything to do with any of this stuff because of how long ago that was filmed.
0: Yeah. No, no uh, I I don't think so either.
1: Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, I could see that being slightly more involved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like you said setting things up because now we have these uh um watch they're not the watchers. What they call them?
0: Oh, aren't they like the time
1: gods? It was something like that. Yeah. Everyone's gonna be screaming at us. Oh, they're the whatever. Um, it, it is uh, yeah. But the, these overseers of the of time. That you know, okay, who are these guys now? Because we we've had the Watcher, we've had the Collector, so okay, we we you know moved on from them. So, who are in the next ones? You know, everyone's saying that it's going to be um, Kang. Kang the Conqueror is going to be the next big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there's always more than just one. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. Totally Overall, agree. um, what would you give this episode? On a scale of 1 to 10. <sighs> 10 being...
0: Let's uh, go a 10 uh, high, one low. I... Uh... I'll give it right now, a, 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 I'll give it like a, a seven at the moment. I think it's just, again, slow build episodes. As, as interesting as it is, it is a little bit of a slow build episode than the previous two you know, again, some, a lot kind of weirdly in the same realm is a WandaVision. In terms of WandaVision was also a slow burn in terms of you really didn't understand exactly what was going on. And I think you get the same exact, you kind of get the same exact feeling with Loki at the general point at the moment. Um, I, I think it's, uh yeah, I think it's, I think it's fun I, I think the real thrill about what's going to happen in Loki is that uh, we're, we're finally going to get more information. We're going to get a glimpse as Marvel fans about the universe, about the, eventually how the multi warverse and how this is going to work. And how this thing is going to fracture and go into berserk mode. And how it's going to open up the other doors to uh, the What If series that, that we're, we're hopefully going to get the end of this year onto disney plus and stuff like that so i'm just excited for what this episode is going to do moving into mcu films moving forward
1: yeah um i i'm gonna go slightly higher i'm just i'm gonna give it an eight but again that's kind of i can't say it's completely etched in stone because i think a lot of it rides on what's next yeah um Production wise, it's fantastic. Acting wise, really good. There's a lot that they set up. Um, yes, again, it is slower. It's kind of an introductory. Okay, if you haven't watched all twenty something other films, if you're not that familiar with Loki, here's a refresher. if it's been a while since you've you know visited Loki, here's kind of a refresher. Here's you know who he is, um, what he's done, what he did. But here's kind of this other angle of it. Um, and just in setting up this whole realm of of the TVA um, and and what they are about, and we still don't fully understand them because yeah. I, you know, it's Marvel. I, you know, since he, you know, what we learned about the agent um, about Shield, you can't trust anybody. No. And um, so we we shall see. Um, we shall see where this all leads to. But uh, so far, I think it's off on the right foot. Um, visual effects are great. Storytelling is great. I mean, it, you cannot tell the difference between this and the movie as far as in appearance. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of, lot of CGI work, a lot of um, digital work put into it, and uh, it, it's played out well. Um, so far, it's played out well. Okay. So, Beautiful. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. Gotcha. Beautiful. Any final thoughts on that? No,
0: no, I think it wrapped it up beautifully. I think we're kind of, I think we can both share that we're in the same level yeah. with the first episode, which I think is expected too for for a slow burn episode.
1: Absolutely. We shall see. Let's revisit this again in five weeks. Oh, yes. Totally. And, uh, Can't wait to see what episodes, the next episode looks like. in the next. Yeah, I mean, when everyone starts listening to this, okay, listen to us and then put on Disney Plus and. Uh, start streaming away episode two and we'll talk again soon. Yeah. All right, sir. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you for having me, man. Oh, it's always a pleasure, bud.
1: Thank you for joining us this week. I want to know yours. I know I put the survey out there and 74% of you said you... Loki exceed your expectations but I want to hear your specific thoughts on Loki episode 1 either your theories of the show going forward what you thought of this episode some things we may have missed some easter eggs let us know put it out join us on the Facebook group facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvels podcast find us on Instagram at Disney Marvels podcast on TikTok at Disney Marvels podcast and on Twitter at Disney Marvels Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We get a few more subscribers on there. We will start going live, Saturday Night Lives, on YouTube. You can also leave us a voice message through the Anchor app and or website, anchor.fm, or record a message on your electronic device and email it to disneymarvels at gmail.com. You can also use that same email address for any questions or suggestions you may have or you want answered on this show. We could, do a, we could do a mailbag episode. Start sending them in. Don't forget to check out the Disney Marvels blog at disneymarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days, how crazy life has been. You know, The summer is coming up, end of school years. Kids are now home all the time. If they hadn't been already home, now they don't have teachers to, to keep them occupied. Playing out summer vacations, thinking about a trip to Disney World, lots of different stuff. It's, yeah, it's a little crazy. And I just hope we offer a little bit of time of escape for you. And you know what? It really means a lot to me to know that you guys are listening out there. Every, every time someone listens to the show, um, it, it does put a smile on my face and I, it, it gets me excited it gets me excited that we we are sharing this love of disney together. And I know we mean probably haven't met you here or me. I haven't heard you, but we can meet up on the social networks. We we can chat that way. Um, you know, we all have that that, that disney love. And I I've, I've met so many friends through this. And it's some fantastic people. I've, I've spoken to people I've never thought I would speak to. I I talk to people from all different countries and it, it is it's fantastic it's fantastic to know that disney has connected all of us so just ask of you take a moment please go on to apple podcast leave a rating on there it helps more people find out about the show apple will even promote the show or you can also or and you can do both of these tell your friends Share it out in the social network. I've seen what some of you put out there, and you've told people, hey, check this out. This is an awesome episode. They're doing this, or he's talking about this. Check this out. And, you know, I I, I love it. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who's done that. I had Grant Harding on Instagram. Uh, shout out. Uh, or is this? This was Twitter. Yep, this was Twitter. Grant Harding said, great interview with Rick Lyon. Really like that interview. Thank you so much. I I do appreciate it. And like I said, shared it out there. And so did Melanie on Instagram. This one was on Instagram. Back on our episode 134 for our interview with Steve Lewis from Gideon's Bakehouse. If the lure of at Gideon's Bakehouse intrigues you, I highly recommend this episode of at Disney Marvel's podcast, all about the creative mind behind the shop both of you thank you so much uh thank you for putting it out there like i said i do see these things you tag us in it i see it i read it it is all me and um yeah i will respond i will you know show my appreciation so keep it up keep it up thank you so much don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it this way you always know when a new episode is posted And also consider becoming a premium subscriber. Help keep the show going. Help keep the lights on. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash DisneyMarvel slash support. Or find our Patreon page. We get that going, I'll start doing some bonus episodes on there. Um, I've already talked about it with some of the guys. We're all on board. It'll be a lot of fun. So check out, also check out our merchandise shop. Which you can get yourself some cool Disney Marvel stuff, some mugs, some shirts, different things I've created. Um, I'll find them there on, on there. Show your Disney love, show your Disney Marvel love. You can also find the links to all these in the show notes as well. Because remember, this show is truly brought to you by listeners like you. If it wasn't for you, this show wouldn't be here. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever troubles, hard times... Remember two things, you can get through this. You are strong, you are worth it, you are fantastic. Never give up on yourself. The other thing is, you are not alone. You have people who believe in you. You have people that mean, that you mean a lot to them and that would be willing to help out and help bear that load and see you through. They will help you find that light, that light that's inside of you, that needs to shine. Let that light shine. Do not be afraid of it. Sometimes the light can be scary. But the light is pure and beautiful, like you. Never give up. Never give in. Be your own hero. And let the world see how amazing and wonderful you are. Says so always, I would like to, almost always, like to end the show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. Attractions will quote come to life unquote through audio animatronics, our space-age electronic method of making inanimate things move on cue, hours after hours, show after show. And that's from Walt Disney. Boy, was he ever right. thank you again for listening everyone and I'll see you next time